The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Well, they need to get on it and sponsor some podcasters. Uh, G Fuel, if you're listening, look us up, man. That'd be nice. Are we, That'd be nice. Are we live? Wait, what? Huh? What if we've been live? Oh. How long have we been live? Oh, for? that's right. You're not used to this. Yeah. This is not for an intro. Welcome to the OT. Oh, <laughs> we've been great. live for a minute. I'm just over here like looking at my phone and stuff. I feel so rude. Oh, you know, that's how it is. And I, I think right now I'm supposed to do this <clears throat> so that I know when to put in the music. Yeah, oh, this is weird. I, I'm like queuing myself for editing. This should make it easier for your producer, Kev. I guess so. All right, let's let's go. <laughs> Welcome, family, to PSVGOT. It is I, your host, Coach Mo. No, that's mm-hmm. that's not right. Co- Coach isn't here. So, in traditional. OT fashion of being unprepared. This show was so unprepared, it did not have a host until like an hour ago. Um, so I'm here for Coach. He had a little uh, thing he had to go take care of, so I told him, no problem. I got you back. I will take the helm and, and try and fill in the shoe. No, the shoes don't make sense. Fill in fill in the pants of Coach Mo. No, that that's but awesome. He's, he doesn't he's wear a pants. He's a big dude, so I don't... That's true. He doesn't wear pants. Fit in the Football sh- cleats of Coach Mo, which is like probably seven sizes too big. I don't know. I'm here helping Coach what Mo. What is Coach Shoe size? A big, really big, large. Um, so anyway, big, big, large, I'm filling in for Coach. Uh, Coach's co-host is here as well. Dev, hey. how we doing, man? We are doing great. We're all feeling this heat wave across the country. So we're all sweltering here on the OT. This is true. It's a hot night in the OT for sure, which is why we have our frosty uh, G Fuel, except for Dev, who left his in the fridge. Mine isn't exactly frosty anymore. The ice kind of melted. You guys don't know how to do this very well. So if you couldn't tell by the voice, the Nintendame herself, Miss Caro Underwood is here. How are we doing tonight? I'm well. It's late, and I should normally be in bed, but I'm here to party. It's only 10 o'clock. OT goes early now. Why are you going to be in bed? I know. This, this could be way later. I'm an old lady, and I go to bed between like 10 and 11 because that's when my husband goes to bed. My husband wakes up early, and if my husband has a, it's just a but you don't wake up early. I know I don't, but But I have to go to bed at the same time, and then you sleep for like five hours later than he does. That's not right. He likes if we go to bed together, and I'm the same way, so. Mm, Yeah, no. That wouldn't work for me. Oh, okay. I mean, I I go to bed with her, and then I get up and go play games because otherwise I'd never play games. I thought you were no. saying you couldn't go to bed with Brian. That wouldn't ever work for you. Oh, no, no. That would work for me, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just just checking. There'd so, be a little bit of a problem there. <laughs> nah, I think you'd be all right with that. So, so we can get Caroline to bed on time or somewhat on time. Miles will jump right into it. If you didn't know, if you're a first-time listener, this is a relationship-building podcast built on two core philosophies. Number one is sharing stories, and number two is unpreparedness. So... Coach Mo, in any way, shape, or form, prepare you for tonight. Nah, yo. Nah. I've already been on here once, but I was begging to come back. I was like, when am I going back on OT? When am I going to be back? And here I am without You, you didn't know about the awkward intro. Yeah. How did, how did that yeah, happen? Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't like ever start me unawares last time. So I don't know. And it's been a while. It was like <laughs> college football season last year. Because I remember I came back from a game on Saturday and we recorded like one in the morning. See, that's the old OT time. It's been a yeah. long time. I've decided I did, I did a couple of gracious too. and uh, allow you guys to be on here early because I wanted to actually podcast. Yeah, you. dude, I see the light coming through your windows still. What the heck's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is definitely still light out here. It'll be probably light for another 45 minutes to an hour. So we'll have yeah. to check by the end of the show if he still has a light outside. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all It's I'm light on. here until about nine o'clock. Is it really? Stay in there. For me, it starts eight, eight, eight thirty. It starts getting a little dark, but I'm higher up, so I guess that's something to do with it. That's 
I don't know. So anyway, story time. Very first story. We start every episode. Well, we don't. Coach starts every episode off with a memory. And tonight's memory is your first, this this is so fitting for Caroline, your first theme park memory. So I'll go first since I got a little sneak preview as Coach normally does. Now, I can't remember my first theme park memory. Um, I know I went to Disney when I was like six or seven, and I remember bits and pieces, but not really like a memory. Like I remember Figment uh, in the old Journey to Imagination, which is no longer there. Yeah. Um, and then as a kid, I, you know, my family wasn't super rich, so we didn't do Disney all the time. We spent most of our time going to New Hampshire, which has has some theme parks. They're not like Disney, but we had Storyland, we had Sandus Village, we had stuff like that. But the so the memory I'm going to pick though is probably my first theme park memory that I remember vividly. And that was with my wife when we were dating. Our one-year anniversary, uh, she was like, hey, do you want to go to Disney World? Have you ever been to Disney World? I said, yeah, once when I was like six or seven. I don't remember it. She's like, oh, my God, we have to go because her family would go almost every year. Um, so they were like a hardcore Disney family. She's like, I'm going to teach you how to do Disney right, which was Lucky. the beginning of my obsession uh, with, with <laughs> Disney. So I, me not knowing how it was going, she's like, wear super comfortable shoes. Uh, make sure you sleep well at night, this and that, blah, 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 because they are there a half hour to 45 minutes prior to the park opening, and they don't leave until a cast member kicks them out. Yeah, and that that's is how that Brian's family is. single day. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Painful. I went on. <laughs> yeah, by the second or third day, you just don't feel your legs anymore, so it's all good. No, by, like, the first 30 minutes when you're out of shape like yo. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm more out of shape than you, but anyway. I get, I get you said You put on the boot camp. Uh, Disney World mode when when that happens there. But so, you know, we had a great time. It was just the two of us alone. It was like the first time I traveled out of state, like without my parents or anything like that. So it was like, it was a big deal for me growing up. And, and that's how it was. And we dated for years and years and years before we got married. But we went to Disney having a great time. I was like, I was experiencing it all essentially for the first time. Uh, in I think every single park, it was the first time, maybe not Epcot, but MGM wasn't there last time I was there, um, which is now Hollywood Studios and, and Animal Kingdom wasn't there when I went as a kid, but it was there now. So all these things. But there was one thing that I remember that stands out vividly. My wife has had uh, multiple uh, knee surgeries. Her kneecaps would dislocate when she was younger. Uh, So she has two metal screws in each kneecap to hold them in place to keep them from dislocating. Well, we were walking back to our hotel room one night, um, and she tripped and banged her knee, like, really bad. Like, instant swell up the pain it didn't dislocate but she she got that feeling it was trying to dislocate and the screws did its job so it still hurts like hell um and i mean i'm what 17 at this point so i'm like i don't really know what to do i don't know what to help you know, I, I get her ice and you know we get her up to the room she puts her leg up we elevate do that stuff and i didn't know like what to do how to make her feel better you know i was a young kev you know stuff like that so i i went to the to the uh the store inside the hotel and I thought it was appropriate to buy the largest Winnie the Pooh I could possibly find, which was like half the size of me. So I'm walking back up there and I walk in there and I just remember her laughing and like happy crying at the same time because she was in pain, but she was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. She loves Winnie the Pooh. Um, so it was like one of those things I always remembered. And I still, we occasionally see the pictures when we go through like old photo albums of her sitting in the hotel bed with her knee up and the ice pack, but holding the giant Winnie the Pooh. So Aww. for me, that's the first memory I have that was vivid as far as theme park things. So um, Carol, let's jump to you. Uh, the first time I went to Disney World, I was two. Believe it or not, I do remember some stuff. Um... Namely, uh, part of this is I remember being a little scared. And then another part was me being, uh, I don't know, it was just bizarre. But anyway, let me let me go ahead and just say that I was obsessed with meeting all of the characters. And I still kind of am obsessed with meeting all the characters. So I have like my little autograph books where I've got my signatures done from, you know, all the princesses and everybody. Um, so... Back when uh, I was two, it was like 1991, um, <laughs> Pinocchio was roaming the parks back then. He was just a regular walking around the parks and you got to meet Pinocchio. I, they don't do that anymore, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so uh, part of the reason I really remember this is because we have it on video on VHS and I should probably record this with my phone. And just so you guys have some, I I swear to God, it's true. Um, I sat on Pinocchio's lap while we were waiting for the train 
And <laughs> Pinocchio is like holding little me. And it was my, my parents and my granddad and my grandmother on my dad's side. And, um, and I, I'm like, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I don't know what to do, but I mean, like, he was just like really hugging me and snuggling me. And then he's just like, shoot. He's telling everybody, he's like, you can go leave. She's mine. Leave. And I was like, um, I was just kind of like, I kind of want to go back to them, but I don't know what to do because this is Pinocchio and I can't be upset around Pinocchio. So, um, yeah, yeah, I but, yeah but if you, I mean, some of coaches, students might be listening, may not even remember like the movie Pinocchio, like what that was. That's a mm-hmm. thousand times creepier if you remember Pinocchio, where I kids know. got into donkeys. Yeah, and, I right, know. Pinocchio Pin- saying, no, no, I'll keep this one. It's okay. See, at that point, I hadn't seen Pinocchio because that was around the time that Disney oh. was making all of those VHS tapes. And I don't think I got Pinocchio until like Easter when my sister would have, after my sister had been born. So it was at least like in 1994 or 95 is when I got Pinocchio. So, but yeah, the real Pinocchio movie is like nightmare fuel kids. Like it's yeah. bad news bears. Uh, I still can't watch that movie in certain parts, like the the drinking and the donkey scene. No, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, I have it's to find that. the drinking and the donkey scene. Yeah, oh, that. Oh, I'll Clark's have, too. I'll, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'll have to um, definitely scrounge up the VHS and at least take like a, a video of it with my phone because um, it's something. Like looking back, I'm like, man, the Disney cast members would get. In- Frickin' trouble if they ever oh, did that this time today. Yeah. Also, uh, for Coach Mo's kids, a VHS tape is what was around before DVDs or Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta remember the audience here. I, <laughs> I think most of them are gone. Have, in I still have all my Disney DVD, or VHS oh, at my parents' house. The giant clamshells. Yeah. Oh, all right, Deb. So I, what's I, what's I, your? I, first? I gotta change them over to DVD though. Sorry. <laughs> That's illegal. Yeah. You can't do that. Disney will sue the pants off of you. No, I right. meant like buy them once they get out of the vault. I okay. just got to like work on my collection. All right. That's fair enough. Disney doesn't do the vault anymore, by the way. You can just buy them all. <laughs> they stopped doing the vault like years ago. They said, why, why stop? Because we can get money. Yeah. They'll, they'll release new versions of them. But if you walk into like, so in typical Disney the fashion, when they had the vault. Of everything. Right. That's the thing. They're doing the diamond edition. So they're re-releasing some. But never in a time in the past would you be able to walk in and buy like every single Pixar movie on Blu-ray. You can do that now. And clearly, you think about how long Pixar has been around. There would be stuff in the vault right now if they were still doing that. Mm-hmm. They they haven't announced they stopped doing the vault, but if you think about it, nothing ever goes away. You can always find the stuff on Amazon now, like any Disney movie, except for Song of the South. But we won't get into that. You can oh, find on Blu-ray, like pretty much now. But they may not have done the Diamond Edition, but you can get every Pixar on Blu-ray, which you know that wouldn't happen if the vault still existed. So huh, I never even realized that, but yeah, so we have everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Pinocchio is nightmare fuel, but nightmare fuel in a good way. My kids have watched Pinocchio, and they will watch it again. These are lessons you must learn. Don't lie. <laughs> or I'll turn you to wood. <laughs> oh, and, man. And people will steal you and sell you. and mm-hmm. Exactly. Act right. Stay close. Stop tripping. Um, so it's oh, my God. Interruption. Dev, I just got a message from my uh, on my phone saying, your package has been delivered five minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, Long story short, I've been waiting for a package all day, and U- USPS was delivering it. And I went to the mailbox impromptu before, like they actually said it had been delivered. And lo and behold, it was there. So, uh, yeah, that was about an hour and a half ago, and I just got a text saying that it was it was here. Screw you guys. Okay. So basically, USPS is the worst. Yeah. So funny, all of our, our stories are uh, Disney because Disneyland was definitely my first memory of a theme park as well. Um, I had gone to Disney World as a young, young child, and I've never been back since, and I don't even remember it at all. But um, the first memory that I do have of a theme park was Disneyland, and it happened to be, I think it was in the second grade, um, one of my friends was going to Disneyland, and they were actually doing the overnight thing. So it was my first time I got to go to that, got to stay overnight in the hotel. I remember that being real cool, and then, like it was just a crazy thing. Like I get to wake up, and we're at Disneyland already. Like It was just uh, awesome. Um, and then just being able to go through the park and see all the characters and get on Pinocchio and get on, um, uh, what's it called? The ride that I remember the most, uh, Peter Pan. 
Um, I don't know. If, I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys have that there too. Yeah, that's Disney World. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> but being able to just be in that place with one of my friends, and it wasn't with family members either. It was just my friend and his family, and they were nice enough to invite me to come along and had a really good time. And I, it was one of my favorite memories. And to this day, like Disneyland is still like the theme park that I'd rather go to. There was a brief period in time where it was Magic Mountain, like in junior high, and then you get over that real quick, and Disneyland is just, <laughs> just no. the greatest. What ride is it in that's Pinocchio? Because we don't have that in well, Magic it's not, Kingdom it's, here. It's not Pinocchio. It's the, um, what is it called? Uh, the storybook ride or whatnot? Because you go through all the lands. So you get to go through the whale from Pinocchio. And that takes you into storybook land where you get to go through all the different like early Disney movies. We oh, still we don't have that. have that. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> really? Yeah, no. I know the whale you're talking about because I've seen it in, ironically enough, the Disneyland Adventures on Xbox. But yeah, yeah, we don't have that in Florida. Oh wow, it's right next to Dumbo for us. And we have the Dumbo. Yeah, it got moved to the kitty section in Toontown. Really? Yep. May it rest in peace. We don't plan on ever going to that side of Fantasyland ever anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, well, Toontown's still... gone. So. Really? Well, you know the the area that was Toontown. Yeah, formerly known the area formerly known as Toontown. Oh dang, yeah. we still have Toontown. No, they got they got rid of it, and that's where they put the uh, the BR Guest Castle, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, all the stuff they got put in there. Yes, yeah, the other things we don't have. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, you don't have room. That's why everything's all. <laughs> it yeah. is very very compact. Yeah, we don't have to do multiple days of, of Disney like you guys do. We get to just go to one park, go to all the things, and then go home. It's Disney in Florida is an art. You have to get it down pat. Like when you go, you have to get your fast passes. You have to make sure you get your fast passes out of the way so you can get more fast passes. You have to bring naproxen with you because you will be hurting. Um, I had lidocaine cream this past time. I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> My wife went a few years back. She was at a conference out in there and she went to Disney World and she went to a couple of parts. She was like, this is just like a whole different thing. She wasn't used yeah. to it at all crazy yeah cry all right so as we know coach always has the questions for you guys to kind of drop in on you some are from a student some are from listeners that sent them in earlier today it looks like so let's jump right into them first one comes from shy of course so shy shy? hey shy i know coach says shy likes when i'm on the show so this is weird treat that i'm here but now coach isn't here so it's not the same i'm sure but i'm trying shy i promise i feel bad because like some of these kids like wanted to hear coaches responses and coach isn't going to be here so maybe coach can like edit in his own response. do an amendment <laughs> do yeah. like a mini episode yeah I'll, ma- I'll make him tweet him out or something or there you go yeah. yeah um so shy wants to know what is our goal for this fall gaming wise so <laughs> for me I mean, it's tough because I mean there's a lot of games coming out this fall so I'm not going to sit here and try and say like I'm going to get you know Red Dead Redemption 2, and I'm going to beat it this fall. That ain't going to happen. Let's put it this way. I'm wrapping up Detroit right now, and I'm about to start God of War, so I am way behind. So I'm not going to go that route. Uh, for me, it's kind of – I have the same goal that I've had all year is just simply to beat more games than I beat last year or just beat games in general. Like I'm not – you know, I got God of War. I'm really excited to play it, but I'm not starting it until I finish uh, Detroit is done. Um, I've been keeping up with the Far Cry stuff. There's a new DLC that drops tomorrow, so that's going to keep me busy all over again. Um, and then we always have the problem that Fortnite is always going to get in my way from completing games. So I'm going to do my best to only play Fortnite when I have something to do, whether it's the battle pass challenges and then just keep sticking on beating more games this year. Uh, so that's my goal is just simply beat more games. It's been the same as been all year uh, and just try and check things off my backlog and not continue to build it as much as possible. But I mean, when you game share with Donnie, it's kind of tough because you know, he's just going to buy stuff, but you know, it is what it is. So Carol, what's your fall gaming goal? My fall gaming goal is to have Octopath done before September 21st, which is the first of fall this year. Um, And I just got it this past Friday, so that goes to show you how much time I have. This game is jam-packed. Like, I mean, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface, and some of my characters are already level 22 out of 99. so I'd like to have that done because also on September 21st is the release of Kevin, hold your breath. Xenoblades prequel for Xenoblade 2. 
So uh, that's coming out as its own physical release. And for all of you kiddos that don't know, I've put over 350 hours into this game. And uh, I would like to continue the tradition of me being obsessed with it. And I can't wait. Um, so I'd like to play that to completion in time for Smash Brothers, which I think as a prequel, it's not going to take me that long because Smash comes out the day before my birthday in December. Yeah, you got plenty uh, of time. Plus, you beat Zeno in like two weeks anyway, so you don't know. No, you know, I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, dude, you, I, played you, you, I played it for like five months. Are you kidding me? You beat it, but you went back and kept collecting things you didn't need to collect, right? No, actually, I like went along. <laughs> I like do all of the side quests as I'm going, so it really took me like a month and a half to beat. Okay, that's still... And then I went back and did all the other stuff. Uh, but and you're lucky I couldn't find the mute button earlier because I was going to mute you the second you said Xenoblade and just pretend like we lost you. So. Oh, cold blooded. This is why Kevin doesn't have any friends. Um, I have plenty of friends. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just don't play Xenoblade. Um, Donnie plays Xenoblade. I never said Donnie was my friend. Oh, you said I didn't it. say he wasn't, but I never said he was. My no, point. you said it, not me. Uh, this is what happens when the boss is out for the week. Um, I don't anyway. even know what Xenoblade is. Oh boy! Good. Keep it that way. <laughs> Although my my I have I have requested to come from the library eventually, so I'll play it at some point. But I'm not. it will be it will be on stream in September. And my goal, gaming wise, is to just get with the streaming thing and be a cool streamer. And uh, I really want to start letting that take off. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. So my, my goal, as Kevin would tell you, I don't play games. So my goal should just be to play games, right, Kev? Yes, there you go. <laughs> Other than Destiny. <laughs> yeah, my Destiny is your Fortnite. And yes, Destiny yeah. has a release in the fall, so there's no way I'm not <laughs> yeah, going right. to play that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's be real. Um, honestly, yeah, my goal is just to to, to play more games. Um, I'll be playing Destiny. I'm going to try and play Spider-Man and finish God of War this summer. Um and then buy a bunch of stuff on Black Friday that I won't play until March of next year. I know that's right. Yep. Yeah. And then also stream, like actually get my stuff together. And actually yeah. Stream. That requires why money, not? Though. You got to buy a Switch first. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't need to buy a Switch before I start streaming. I've got the Elgato and all the stuff to stream. Oh, I didn't know you had all that stuff. Yeah, I've been had that. I just I just never had a place to stream. Now that I actually have moved yeah. and have a desk and a place to actually do it, other than my living room on the floor, which is the most uncomfortable thing ever. Speaking um, of which, actually, it's I not can... a Yeti caster. No, it's not. It's just a. Oh, it's just the, the nice mic. Okay. Yeah, it's just a nice mic, but not the not the the whole boom. And I, I want that eventually, but mm -hmm. not before I get the switch. So, yeah. You hear that, Danny? I'm not buying anything else till I get a switch just for you. It is two hundred dollar microphone setup? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, so next question comes in from Mark. What are your feelings on college? He wants one do and one don't. <laughs> so this this one this one I got a problem with. Um, <sighs> oh, coach is gonna get mad at me. Um, uh oh, no, it's all right. I will give you the, the do and don't, but my overall feelings on college this is this is where we get pseudo political, I think, a little bit. I hate the fact that college has now become something number one that you will never get out of debt from, mm. realistically. Um, we hear all the time the stories now, we see them, and, and we forget, especially people like Deb and myself, who may not consider it a lot of times when you think about it, but by definition, we are millennials and you see the news articles come out like why aren't millennials buying houses why aren't millennials joining country clubs why aren't millennials buying diamonds because well, we're up to our eyeballs and debt it's not even that i literally saw a job posting the other day that said you know bachelor degree required uh master's uh degree preferred is the one with a 10 to 11 yes. minimum wage yes type it's thing. like yeah. the pay rate is 10 to 12 dollars. like we they we can't afford that if we wanted to like right. that's the crazy thing so I hate the fact that college has now basically become from instead of being something that you'd want to do or need to do to get into certain fields, it's now right. getting almost to the point that like if you want to be a manager at Walmart, you right. need to have a bachelor's degree, which makes no sense because mm -hmm. if anything, that's a skill 
uh, trade that a lot of people don't consider it, but it, that's something that just can be a skill that's taught to somebody. It's not something you need to be like, oh no, you need to be highly educated to be a manager. Well, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't you, learn. You, don't you, to be you learn by doing it. Exactly. You don't learn that in college. Exactly. So for me, that's my feelings of college. I, I wish it was something that people that, depending on the field they wanted to go into, it made more sense as opposed to it's almost a need to have now. Um, I am 100% all for learning a trade or a skill nowadays. We look at Absolutely. things like mechanics, um, plumbers, like those things are getting harder and harder to find, which also means that they're really high paying. Also, people work in the healthcare industry, not necessarily as a doctor, but any other field, you don't need to have these high degrees. You can go to a trade school and learn the skills and get paid really, really well. And Rhode Island Medical is one of those fields that it's really booming up here. My daughter's going into a high school program that's going to prep her for medical uh, stuff. So, I mean, those are the way I think that kids should be looking at unless it's something you really need to go to college for. One do and one don't. So that being said, I did go to college. I do have a bachelor's degree. I have three associate's degrees. Yeah. So I've done my time by all means. Um, one do. The relationships you make in that time, hang on to those. Generally speaking, uh, and from my own experience, those are the friendships that last, whereas high school ones can drift away a lot easier, I think. Mm. Uh, whereas the college ones, you're more adult, you've gone through different type of situations, life situations, you know, that, that you may be friends with those people when you get married. Uh, my best friends in college were all at my wedding party. Uh, so, I mean, th those are memories I, I will always have and that'll be there. So hang on to those things. Um, as far as don'ts, I hate to be stereotypical, but this is where Coach is actually going to like my answer, I think. Watch the booze, watch the drugs, mm -hmm. stuff yeah. like that. That Guys, don't go to college to do that kind of stuff. That's just going to wreck your chances. You're paying a buttload to be there. You're prepping yourself for your career to better yourself. Don't get caught up in the hype with that kind of stuff because that's just going to drag you down. And if you just plan on doing that anyway, then save your debt and don't go to college. Go right. go work. You know, Go be a manager. And I'm not knocking this. Go be a manager at McDonald's. Go be a manager at Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, something like that. And Drink on the weekends. Go ahead. Go nuts. That's fine. But if you're going to college, please, please take it serious for the sake of yourself if you're paying it out or if your parents are assisting you with that for the sake of their money that they're going to be throwing down the hole if you fall down that rabbit hole. Uh, just do it right. Do your best. Try hard. That's it for me. So, Dev, we're going to flip it and go to you first this time. So, much like you said, um, I kind of feel the same way. You you end up getting into all this debt <laughs> and you make like $12 an hour. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, I kind of have two dues. One, take as many college classes you can while you're already in high school. Um, yes, there absolutely. are a lot of schools that offer um, to be able to take a class that gives you high school as well as college credits. So the more college credits you have going into college, the better off you are just from, from a jump start. So now you're not they, in college. Think, as now they call it AP courses. So. Well, that, that's the program my daughter is doing. So she's going to what's called P-TECH. And mm -hmm. she's kept separate from the rest of the, the high school. Not, you know, they'll have lunch together in a social direction later. But she has a separate set of classes. And if she puts her head down, she does her work. By the time she graduates high school, she will also have an associate's degree. Like, that's exactly. how hardcore this mm -hmm. one is. And I'm like, and the best part is if she does it while she's in high school, it's free. Exactly. So, that's exactly where I'm going with that. You're yeah. cutting out half your debt by being able to take those classes and be done with half the stuff already. So you get in there, you only got two years left before you get your degree. So you've got only two years of debt opposed to the ridiculous four to six, depending on what you decide to major in or whether or not you change majors. And even you know, then, you're more likely to get a scholarship from that college you obtain your associates with because they show like, man, this person's serious in high school. You may get scholarships or financial aid uh, to do those last two years and make your burden even easier too. So yeah, you're calling exactly. that. The other thing, get involved. Um, one of the worst things you can do is go to college and not experience college. So mm -hmm. while you're there, get involved, become, become get, in, get into some kind of club or anything, whatever you can do to be involved in more of the actual extracurricular stuff, get involved, be a part of the college. So like when you actually graduate and you're an alumni, you still have a tie to it. Like you've done something that leaves an impression. Um, the don't would be don't go there just to, to be there and, and fool around, like go there with a the purpose. So don't don't get so you know involved in all the parties and the drinking and all of that stuff. Like you really want to be there, you know, for a purpose. Like have fun, but also be able to be serious about it because otherwise you're going to rack up tons and tons of debt or be in school forever because you need to retake classes and things of that nature. So I agree. Attention. I agree. Good call, Caroline. Y'all stolen my don'ts, um, but 
anyway, um, I'll just, I'll give y'all a few do's. Um, do go to college because you want to. Don't go to college because your parents want you to go. If you feel that college is not for you, um, then it probably isn't going to be for you. I've known people that, uh, parents that have put their children for, through college or people that have gone to college that personally had no business being there because they just like, some people just aren't good students and like school is difficult for them and challenging for them. And that's okay. Like there are, there's trade schools for that. Uh, my dad was one of those people. He tried doing the college thing, spent three years there before he, you know, had, you know, all of 30 hours accrued. And then he decided, what am I doing wasting my time with the school stuff? You know, when I can go over to the trade school over here and now he's an aircraft mechanic and he makes tons of money. Um, so it's just something that if you think that you probably would not fit into that student vibe for another four years, two or four years, don't do it. Um, because, you know, there's a never ending thing for us, you know, it's, it's hard for us to get by with just a bachelor's degree. I've got a bachelor's degree and most places now want you to have a master's for what I do. Uh, and then, you know, the master's is just a whole nother six figures of debt. It's ridiculous. And um, which is crazy because I mean, you and I went to school for the same thing. It's I know it's in art. So it's subjective. Like having that master's means nothing because you could be a crap designer. Yeah, (laughs) I have I have friends that from my cohort in design at at UGA and for my bachelor's that actually uh, went and did the master's degree and they still don't have a job in their field. Yep. So it's just, it's all about what's available and, you know, the economy has sucked and not sucked and it's just about opportunity and stuff. But in terms of, of don't go to that, that was my don't, don't go if you don't feel like it. Um, do go and um, like Kevin said, make those relationships and don't write off anybody either. Like I had tons of people there, some people that I don't talk to anymore, but some people that I do. One of them being when I was a senior, I was very bitter because I wanted to be one of those people that got her MRS degree. For those of you that don't know what that means, um, that means you go to college to basically find your husband. Uh, Mrs. Get it? Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> y'all didn't get that? Gotcha. Y'all have never no. that before? Wow. Because- that's a, okay. a, a girl thing. So I guess so. Yeah, um, I didn't get my Mrs. degree either. So, <laughs> so yeah, like a lot of girls go to get their MRS degree, quote unquote. And I've been really bitter about that because I was a senior and I always wanted to be like with a guy that was older than me and that could take care of me and all this stuff. And um, I got a random roommate my sophomore year to fill in the one area of our apartment. And she had this guy over all the time. And he was a weird and goofy kid. And I was like, they have a weird relationship because they would like just argue all the time. And then they would be friends and they'd be political science. They were political science majors and, you know, just back and forth. And um, I ended up marrying the guy. I was about to say, I was like, is that right? (laughs) Yeah. So like the kid was a sophomore when I was a senior. He's two years younger than me. So I didn't get the older guy, but I got a fantastic man and, um, like, it's just amazing how that kind of stuff lands in your lap and you're just like, really? Seriously? Um, but, you know, those kinds of relationships, they really do happen. And I have so many friends that I miss dearly that have moved across the country, but I still keep in touch with. And I can't say that for any of my high school f- friends or really, like, I just don't talk to anybody from high school anymore. So. Hey, I know what that's like. <laughs> Well, you Thanos them, so that's different. That's true. That's true. Although I, I will say, you know, you know, it's funny, and this this is just gonna Here's, look bad. But, but look, 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 oh, just God. another thing before, because I know like there's a bunch of high school kids that are probably listening right now. Um, it's not that I didn't. Part of it was I didn't like the school that I got, got in through. It was a Christian school that was very harping on like a lot of certain things, and I was not that there's anything wrong with Christian school. I'm a Christian and all this stuff, but it, it just kind of very sat very sour with me at the end. Um, 
Also, we don't have social media like you guys. We did not have social media like you guys do now to where you can just keep in touch with everybody, you know, through Facebook or, or, or something like that. You know, growing up, we didn't have that kind of stuff. And you guys have that at your fingertips. So if you choose to, you absolutely can. But it just wasn't as easy for us um, going through, you know, graduation and trying to keep in touch with people that were moving on to other places. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's okay. So, like, your story about people that you knew in college and you never know when you might run into them again in life kind of deal. So, mm-hmm. keep those connections. Like you said, same thing. I graduated college in 2003. So, social media was there, but it was, like, just right. my, like my space, space. I think, but I didn't, and I didn't do that at all. So, right. I was, like, I was not about that that life. Um, but Dev is going to find this funny, and I already know this is going. So, <laughs> if you recall, um, a long, long time ago in the early days of Food Network – Go figure. There was, uh, it was like every Sunday night they had the like cake challenges where bakers would line up and they say, Hey, you got to do a cake in this theme. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Do you remember the Disney one? Yeah. They did the Disney villains one. Oh and that's God. when like, that's when like a uh, buddy from Cake Boss like got his start yeah. was actually on that show kind of deal. Well, two guys that I went to college with appeared on that show like on the regular as competitors making cakes. And I just thought it was so funny. Like, oh my God, that's so and so. Like, and then the name would come up. Like, I knew them. I never talked to him again. Like after college, like they were people I didn't stay connected with, but I was like, holy crap. So my food network connections go back even farther than we thought, Dev. That's just reminded <laughs> me. Oh, oh, oh. That's awesome though. Yeah. You are the next food network star. I'm just, I'm, but I'm not. It's the thing. Like I don't, I don't cook that. Oh, anyway. Um, all right. Moving on. Cause we're, we're, we're spending a lot of time here on fun stuff, but this, this one's fun. So this next one comes from Chalfie. What up, Chalfie? Hey, what up, Alex? Was good. So he didn't, really clarify here or coach did in the notes so i'm going to interpret his question a little bit it just says chalfie most florida story <laughs> so i'm not taking that as like what's the the most you know florida story you've heard and give an example of a story that happened in florida i want you guys to give me a story that's so crazy you would think it only happened in florida and i'm going to give away one of my good stories so you all know well, I don't know if Caroline knows because she came a little bit later. My Hanson story. I mean, Dev probably remembers that when yeah. I met Hanson. I don't know it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not using that one. I've said that, I think, on this show, and I think uh, Delvin Cox got me to tell that story. Well, now I need to know. I'll tell, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Or you can go back and listen. Um, this story is something special. This is, this is just as good. All right. So my family grew up. Uh, my dad was a truck driver for a long time. Eventually, the place he worked for shut down and he ended up working in retail, like CVS, being a warehouse guy, you know, unloading stuff. Like, that's just, he was a very physical guy his whole life. He still is. He still does it. God God bless him. He's way too old to be doing that kind of job. Yeah. He's still doing it. My mom was uh, retail management. She worked at, like, Brooks, Rite Aid, that whole nine. She ended up in CVS later on in life. She ended up in a bad location for a store in a not nice neighborhood, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, Uh which is a lovely area now, but back then it was not nice. And this was in the glory days of retail when, you know, if somebody was stealing stuff, you could go after them and you could accuse them and not worry about being sued. Like nowadays, like you have to witness somebody the entire time, steal something and they have to leave the building before you can call the cops. And at that point, the cops can't do anything because they're long gone. So, mm-hmm. you know, even, even myself at 16, I grew up in the retail environment too. Like they got me a job at CVS cause that's where they work. So it was like, I was in a different store, but you know, the whole nine's like I chase after shop after I do all stuff too. So VHS tapes come into this story too, which is funny. And if y'all remember mm-hmm. Homeward Bound, yeah, yeah. oh my god, yeah. Tear Fest. So yeah. Uh a woman ran and grabbed like the display and tried to rob the store with like a whole display of these videos. <laughs> like the whole day, like what are you gonna do with that first off? I don't even know. Cause VHS tapes, you can just buy bootleg ones at the flea market for like three dollars, whatever. So Woman grabs the whole thing and tries around the door. My mother goes chasing after her, running down the street, and the woman is taking the videos off the display and chucking them at her like, like ninja stars, right? So they're, and this is like a main street. So they're running down the middle of this main road, and this woman's like, you know, ninja starts throwing these things. My mom catches up to him, starts fighting her, like fist fighting her. Woman bites her, okay? Oh, oh man. And eventually my mom knocks her down and actually there was an off-duty cop that happened to be in the CVS that eventually caught up to him and arrested the woman. Rabies. Here's where the story gets good. So first off, my mom chased after the shoplifter, knocked the shoplifter out, got bit in the process, saved the day, quote-unquote. Lease, you know, take her in on the station, you know, do the whole nine, call my mom up later on. 
and say, well, we got the woman, you know, it's all set. We're going to return the merchandise to you. We just have to keep it for evidence. As soon as it's done, we'll return it back. You know, we'll call your corporate office. No big deal, blah, blah, blah. The woman was, her, her job was a foxy boxer, which the foxy lady is a strip club in Rhode Island. And they have this yeah. special thing on like Saturday nights where women will box each other, but they're, they're strippers. So my mom beat up a stripper and then got bit. So as you can imagine, if you get bit by a stripper, you kind of need to have like AIDS tests for a few years to make sure you don't get HIV. So that is my most Florida story when my mom beat up a stripper, got bit and had to be tested for HIV, which it's all good. Nothing ended up happening, but yeah, my mom beat up a, my mom beat up a stripper. That's always a fun story. Wow. That is definitely a Florida story because if I had heard that. That there was someone who stole a box of homeward bound VHS mm-hmm. and took off running. And lo and behold, she was a foxy boxy stripper. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely would have been like, that's got to be Florida. Yep. So I, I can always proudly tell my friends my mom beat up a stripper. So Wow. And my dad had nothing to do with it, which is good. But, uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so Caroline, what is your most Florida story? Dude, I don't have a Florida story. Like, I don't have anything that's like crazy people doing crazy stuff. I have a crazy story about myself that people don't believe until I explain it to them. There you go. Okay. Okay. So I'm 14 years old. My dad and my sister decide that they're going to go pick up the Chinese food that my mom had ordered. And my mom at the time was like really big into Weight Watchers and kind of stuff. And she walked every day. She walked a mile every day. Well, it was only a 15-minute drive for my dad and my sister, so she's like, well, I'm going to take the dogs, and I'm going to go one or lap up the neighborhood and back, and that is a um, about a half mile. So I was like, well, I'll go with you. This was the last Saturday in June. It was mm, probably about 6 o'clock at night, so it's still plenty, plenty light out. And um, we're walking. We Our house is, like, right at the front of the neighborhood, and at the very end of the neighborhood uh, is like a bunch of undeveloped lots. And that's where we walk to. And then we turn around at like a light pole and then go all the way back. So we get all the way to the end of the neighborhood. Uh, we have two golden retrievers. My mom has got one. I've got the other one. And uh, she and the first dog go in front of us. And then I've got the other dog. And I walk. And just to preface this, my mother said, wear your walking shoes. And I said, mom, we're only going to be gone 15 minutes. I'm just going to wear flip-flops. And my mom like had had bone spurs in her feet before she was a real stickler to walking with walking shoes. So I wore flip-flops and mom, dog one and dog two all walk. And then I walk. And then all of a sudden, God, I got this sharp pain in my foot. Like what the heck did I step on? And I look and like, I'm looking for a piece of glass. Like, God, I slept on a piece of glass or something and I don't see anything, but I look down and the side of my foot is just dripping blood. And I'm like, what the heck? And I'm looking around, there's pine cones and stuff on the asphalt. And all of a sudden the snake snaps at me again. (laughs) And it is, we learn later a baby copperhead. For those that you don't uh, that don't know about snakes, uh, venomous snakes will, uh, if they're babies, release all of their venom. So as this was a baby, it didn't know how to control its venom, and it released all of it. So I'm bitten on the inside part of my heel, and my mom's like, "I'm gonna get a rock to try and go and kill it." So she gives me both eighty pound golden retrievers. I can't even put my foot down at this point. I'm standing one leg with two dogs that are freaking out trying to restrain them with their leashes. Luckily, our neighbor pulls up and she is able to uh, pile all of us into the back of her car. I, you know, hobble one foot up the stairs back into the house when I get there. And my dad and my sister had already got there. I said, call 911. I got bit by a snake. My dad says, no, you didn't. Like, (laughs) funny joke, right? And I'm like, no, seriously, look at my foot. So I get on the the couch. They tell me to elevate it, talking to 911. It takes about five minutes for the EMTs to get there. By the time the EMT gets there, um, yeah, we have like a fire department that's pretty close to our house. Um, they, I couldn't even put a compress on it. So 
my leg is there and the EMT actually comes with a Sharpie marker and he puts his finger in on my leg and he's like, tell me where the pain is. And so like he would press down and I'd tell him where it is and he'd make a line and he'd go up my leg and keep making lines up to where the pain was. So he got all the way up to my knee pretty much in just a matter of 10 minutes. So I got to go in the hospital. Number one, I'm 14 years old and I can't stand needles. I get stuck in the ambulance. Um, my, our good friend who was a urologist, my mom called him and said, she's been bitten by a snake. And he said, I'll meet you at the hospital. He called them and told them to go ahead and start warming up the antivenin. The antivenin is um, actually frozen or in the refrigerator. So they have to warm it up with their hands because it's a compound. And if you microwave it, it'll degenerate. So they had to sit there and warm it up with their hands. Um, so they only had two vials of antivenin at my local hospital. So what happens to me then? I get to number two, experience my second fear which is life light to downtown Atlanta in the middle of like darkness. And this helicopter is so small, right? Like it's just, there's nothing but glass panes. Right, it's yeah. just, it's just Oof. glass and I'm lying down, but looking back, it is probably one of the coolest experiences I've ever gotten to like experience. It's, it's nighttime, Atlanta, Saturday night. Yeah, I was in pain and I was on morphine and all sorts of stuff. I was terrified, but um, yeah. So then I get to spend, you know, another, I, I was the youngest snake bite victim in the state uh, to be treated with the new drug of sheep's blood antivenin, which it had previously been horse blood antivenin. So I had like eight or nine vials of the stuff before I was cleared to go, but I had like doctors coming in from all over the Southeast to monitor how I responded to the drug. Uh, so that's probably like the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. And to this day you have like, there's a little discoloration on my heel and you can just like, if I press it, it kind of hurts. So. so what you're saying, you're like some of those dinosaurs in Jurassic world where they spliced a, you know, a raptor and a T-Rex, but you're a sheep and a human. Sort of. No, that no, would make, yes. that would make it a Florida story. Yes. Yep. So Caroline is his <laughs> part sheep. That That's the story right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bad story. Anyway, Deb. <laughs> What is your <laughs> most Florida story from California? <laughs> you would think that living in Cali, I'd have way more stories, but it's just, it's not. LA is so big. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just not that much happens. Like, oh, man. So I'd say the closest thing to a, a Florida type story that I have, me and my boy Doug, we're, uh, we're on our lunch break. We're coming from, we work in a warehouse, um, not in any part of LA that's, that's fancier than anybody would know. Um, Unless you live in LA. So we 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 work in a warehouse where we pack pills or whatnot. So we're packing pills and they get shipped out. So we decided to go to lunch. Not like that. I know, regular. I'm being silly. It was it was actually like before 9-11 when like people were spending money on all kind of random craziness. And this this business was built off of that. It had all kind of just like all kind of pills. They had pills for erectile dysfunction, pills to, to make you thin, all kind of nonsense. And people were just pouring in money into mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a really lucrative business at the time. So yeah, every summer I would go there, get paid really well to just pack pills, throw them in the bag, ship them off. So anyway, me and my boy Doug were going to lunch, um, and we're driving down um, one of the I forget what street it is. I think it was Sepulveda, and it's pretty busy, but it's like stop and go. So my boy Doug is like, "Yo, hop out the car real quick and go get me a Working World magazine." So I jump out the car and I run down the street. All of a sudden, somebody pulls a gun on me. I'm oh. not paying any attention, but I've got a gun pointed at my chest, and it's one of the armored car armored car vehicle guys. He is like, do not make another move. I will shoot you. So I'm sitting there, and at this point, it's it's a summertime, so I have I have a bald head. So I've like razor bald. I'm wearing a white tee and I have dickies. So I already <laughs> look, looked the part. <laughs> like yeah. I'm about to try to rob this armored car. So I'm sitting oh my there like God. frozen, frozen, scared for my life. I'm like, I'm just getting a working world magazine and like slowly pointing over to it and like take a step, a step. He's like, don't move. I will shoot you. So I'm like, all right, I got nothing on me. I'm not doing anything. Can I just grab the working world magazine for my friend? We're just trying to get a job. He's like, all right, but if you make any sudden moves, I'm shooting you. So I just slowly grabbed the working world magazine and then my boy Doug pulls up. I'm like, I'm just getting in the car. So I just slowly get in the car and, and that was it. And my boy Doug was like, I didn't know what I was going to tell your mom. because <laughs> That was the end of your life. 
Holy oh, crap, dude. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. When you told me that, my heart, like, stopped. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, obviously, he wasn't shot. He's yeah, I'm here. still here. I know, but still. Now, did your yeah. boy get a subscription instead of having to pick it up? No, because it was free. Working World magazines are free. Oh, he was just okay. looking for other jobs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's always worked like two or three jobs at a time. So he was looking for just a second job. And so Holy I got the magazine. crap. Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah, that, that's a little scary. All right, moving on to later affair then. Uh, this one should be kind of a quick hit, but this I thought was funny. Greg asks, what athlete could you take in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> unpreparedness this one i had to think about and i'm typically not somebody to get in a fight unless i absolutely had to so i don't know that there's an athlete i would i would go on and take in a fight but like in my head i'm like most athletes would probably whoop me maybe i could take out a golfer or two but then i came upon my perfect answer um i think most of us here at psvg feel that um you're gonna steal it you stole my answer any of the gaming streamer people okay but i have a specific one that i would love to slap around a bit because <laughs> gaming is considered a sport now i would slap the hell out of ninja i would pound him <laughs> i cannot stand him and i've seen some videos lately that just make me hate him even more so that is the athlete i could take in a fight and i would actually want to take in a fight would be ninja so make that happen uh tweet at ninja ninja fight kevin we'll do like an mma match and put it we'll stream that Whatever, I'll, I'm down. I'm down. Stone That's Cold Kevin Austin versus yep. Ninja. Let's go. Yep, I'm wow. bringing the chair. I don't even care. It's right to the dome. <laughs> wow. So, Caroline, what's your answer then? I was just gonna say I could probably beat up on some of those little wimpy kids at the Smash tournaments. Okay. There's some bunch of wimpy kids. That's so funny. Both of you went like streamers. I didn't even think about esports. I didn't even cross my mind. Well, I was, like I said, I couldn't think of an athlete I want. Like my initial answer until I thought of that was be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll take Tiger Woods. Like, pretty sure like, I, I can beat Tiger Woods. Like, have you seen how swell Tiger Woods is? I don't, I don't know. Not lately, that. have you seen him lately? I feel, like he's still, I feel like he's still packing a punch. Man, you got a swing. I don't know. I'll give him a stunner. Folding chair and a stunner. That's my plan for anybody. Any fight, just boom, done. Oh, man. I'm trying to think like a volleyball player or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm just pretty ruthless. And if it were any kind of man, I would just go up to him and punch him in the you know where and be done with it. So that's just wrong. Yeah, that's just rude. Why is it gonna be a man? Why can't you fight a woman? Like, I know why. Because like, women don't aren't is this susceptible there. I guess. But I mean, there's no, women. Why, why you would you fight him? You don't have to fight a dude. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I could probably take any guy. Just because you're because you want to cheat. Punch you want to cheat and go for the Nards. That's that's not fair. Yeah. Like didn't I, say I, it had to be cheating. fair. Just said who could you take? Yeah. That's true. Kevin is trying to hit people with chairs and stunners and stuff. So I don't I don't blame you. Um, I guess. Yeah. I, I, mm. Guys, beware. <laughs> I won't do that, guys. I won't do that. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna take out one of these one of these these new 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 basketball players. I'm gonna take out Trey Young. He's little. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think I take Trey Young. He's 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 one of your your Atlanta Atlanta players now. Yeah, so. I know, I know. He's a little dude. I think I can take him. It's like, yeah. it's like I'm gonna beat up Muggsy Bogues. Like you just pick it on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big dude. I'm only five seven, but he's just so little. Yeah, he's tiny. When we got him, I was like, "What?" He's a what checker too. Doing, oh dude. Have you seen any of his uh, summer league play? Yes. Uh, oh man. Good luck. Yeah, I know. We haven't been good since we lost Corver. Whatever. That's true. It's unfortunate. There was a time when Atlanta was like, y'all was looking like y'all could do some things. And now, yeah, like so three much years more. ago, we were in the playoffs, and now it's just all downhill from there. Well, the East is wide open now that LeBron has decided to yep. leave and take his talents west. So LeBron, go where the money is. Really, it is. It'll be it'll be interesting to see next year what happens. But. Absolutely. All right, we got two more left, and we're running a little long on time, so let's knock these out. Skylar wants to know, if we could be in a sitcom, which one would we be in? For me, this is easy. It's a no-brainer. Scrubs all the way, because J.D. Turk would be my homeboys. I would hang with them all the time, no problem, and would love every second of it. I can watch Scrubs all day, every day. doesn't matter. Scrubs is a sitcom. They didn't have a laugh track. They don't need a laugh track. That's what describes a sitcom, a laugh track? 
I think so. I think no. it, Scrubs was just a It's a situational comedy. That's a sitcom. And if they're in a situation and it's a comedy, it's a sitcom. Hmm. Friends didn't have a laugh track. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Friends had a laugh track. I they had a live studio audience. That's different. That's not laugh track, woman. Same thing. Nope. <laughs> laugh track is recorded, pre-recorded. Flintstones there's, had a laugh track. Would you consider that a sitcom? There's pauses for laughing. Okay, but Flintstones had a laugh track. Would you consider okay. that a sitcom? No. A situation cartoon. <laughs> anyway, what's your answer? Instead of arguing mine, because mine is right. Calm down. Seinfeld, just because Seinfeld is the bomb.com. Seinfeld is a great show. But then again, so is Scrubs. I mean, I'm, I would say Scrubs is the, the greater of the two. Um, but that's just because I like Scrubs better than Seinfeld. I would probably, I, I would be in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I want to mm. kick my man Will Smith. Let's go. You're let's already in that. Cali. Dad's out the door. Let's let's make it happen. That is that is a fantastic answer. I didn't even think of that. That is great. Absolutely. Oh, fun questions. All right. So last question comes in from Sarah. Is there anything we would want to see gaming do different with their next generation of consoles? So bring it back gaming. Mm. That's it there. For me, it, it's tough. Like, if if I'm thinking broad strokes and not picking a console, so like, say anything gaming do different going forward? I'm just gonna say, I want, and I know it is for Xbox, but I want backwards compatibility to be a continuing thing. Uh, if I buy something digital, I want to be able to play it on any console I have going forward with that company. Um, and then the other thing, which is a hot topic right now, is uh, cross cross platform play. It's not a huge deal for me. It's not a deal breaker for me, but like. I just had to, with this whole Fortnite thing, I just had to go and set up a new account for my daughter because she wants to play on PlayStation Fortnite with all of her friends. So all of her friends have PS4s and she doesn't like playing on the computer. So because of Sony, I couldn't just say, oh, just log in and use this because I could risk losing all my stuff, which it hasn't been you know, blocked yet, but I don't want to tempt fate. So I haven't played it since. Um, so I had to create a new account for her just so she can play with like her three friends on PlayStation. That's just unlock that, please. That, that was my answer. It's nice and easy. Caroline, what about you? Yeah, I was going to say crossplay, uh, just because I think it's been long overdue. You know, we've kind of broken the exclusive barriers for most games that you know were are online and multiplayer, and uh, I think that'll come. I think Xbox, what Xbox and Switch are doing, uh, and with the PC world, I think we're on a good track. I think so, Dev. Yeah, I don't care about crossplay. I can have it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Spoken what like I'd, a true Sony man. Pretty much. <laughs> what I'd like to actually see happen, what I'd like to have is um modular systems where instead of having to buy a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X, I can just replace the processor or replace mm. the graphics card with a better model. Um, so where we get a little bit more life out of the systems and we're not stuck in these like, you know, five-year cycles or whatnot instead of having the the mid-year like slim or whatnot no you've got a better processor you can buy for the system to have better frames you got but get a better graphics card so now we can do you know 8k or whatnot so I, I would much rather see some kind of modularity to the systems to be able to extend the lifetime of this of the actual consoles instead of having these short cycles where like right now we feel like we're just getting to the thick of the ps4 uh, switch uh, Xbox cycle and it feels like we're about to just jump into a new cycle of, yep. of consoles already. It's like, man, like we just arrived. So that that's what I'd like to see change uh, next year. I agree. I agree. Fingers crossed. We we still have, like you said, another year probably till we hear about the new consoles. Probably two till they launch. So hopefully we'll see some steps in the right direction. Hopefully Xbox continues doing what they're doing right because they are doing great things in that mm-hmm. in that regard. Love to see Sony fix their issues hopefully and catch up with the rest and man nintendo just stop making me buy my same games over and over again please that's all i want <laughs> um that wraps up for questions everybody so thank you so much for sending those into coach we appreciate it of course uh dev was there any curveball since we're at the end no nah, since we've been so super long i was like ah, we're, we're gonna save the curveballs okay. but i've got a bunch of them so. oh i want to see you just blitz coach and not even let him hit any of his questions just keep throwing curveballs at him next time you know what i made it i've got enough <laughs> um so thank you everybody for listening and joining us tonight uh caroline before we go where can everybody find you and what you're working on i'm the nintendo name on twitter 
I'm starting a stream on Twitch. So uh, find me at the Nintendame on Twitch. I'll also be uploading any missing streams that you may have missed on YouTube at the Nintendame. Uh, so you can find me at the Nintendame anywhere. Also chat with me in the Discord and make us better. You should probably just upload your stuff to the PSVG YouTube. Just saying. I'm also going to do that. Okay. Just a yeah. second. Just a second. Get you yeah. a streamer that can do both. I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. That's Dev, what about you, man? Uh, you can find me at Dev Atias on Twitter. Come holler at me, start a fight, because I like talking trash. Um, you can also find me on the Make Us Better Discord, where I constantly yell at Donnie and tell him how wrong he is. Although this week he can't, because he's on vacation. Jeff still told him he's wrong. So well, That's true. He just doesn't know it yet. Until he comes <laughs> back and checks all his messages, maybe. I don't know. Um, here I'm supposed to say I am coach, and I'm working on the same stuff. Which kind of contradicts because he said last week he wasn't working on anything anymore. He scrapped it all. So if his same stuff means he's not working on anything. Yeah, I'm going to make him release that thing that he wrote that was super long. Yeah, I've run Every once in a while, somebody hits me up and asks where that is. And I'm like, I've never seen it. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I'm going to make that happen because um, it sounded like it was going to be something excellent. And he he likes to forget that he actually does write some pretty good stuff. So we're going to make that come out. I, I agree. Push push him to do that. So, But you can follow me if you'd like to uh, at PSVG Kevin on Twitter. Hit up the website PSVG.blog like Dev said. Hit up the Discord if you're into that. We talk all day about multitudes of different things at this point now and our community is bigger and better. And speaking of that community, thank you everybody for you know helping join the cause and make us better at Patreon.com slash make us better. Our featured Patreon this week to continue the Coach Mo tradition is actually Taco Bell and they want you guys to know that the nacho fries are back. Yes! Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so happy about that. You don't understand. Nacho fries are life. Exactly. So with that, everybody, thank you again for listening. See you next week. That's game over. Shut up and sit down.